Hello and welcome to the Great Long Boat Podcast. I am Igor, your host, moderator, and only permanent member of the band Longboat, coming to you from smoky Seattle. Yes, lots of smoke up here. Um, I got up this morning and could barely see across the street, um, thanks to uh, most of the West being on fire. Uh, th- there aren't any fires near us, we're just getting the smoke, and uh, the... the uh, Sky turns an odd Blade Runner 2049 orange hue, and it's it's a bit spooky, or I'm hoping it'll dissipate. I'm hoping that forests won't go up as at the rate they're going up right now, but maybe that's, I'm hoping for too much. Anyhow, today we feature the tune By Degrees from 2016's album 7. This comes by way of special request from the DJ Old Man Freak Boy from WPNR. He does a show call, uh, called Hey You Kids Get Off My Lawn. And it's, it's a show, it's a radio show that features uh, music that you wouldn't ordinarily hear on commercial radio. And hey, Longboat is that. Uh, I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm sort of the president of music you wouldn't hear on commercial radio. Um, but yet, whenever anybody asks me what kind of music I I make, I say pop music. And of course, everyone thinks that that means it's the uh, "Ooh, baby, I love you." I'll always be true. Please let me sniff your shoe. You know that those those sort of simplistic rhymes that uh, that people have been using forever. And for as for as long as rock and roll has been together has been coming out and before that too i mean i've i've, I've said before when i r- recorded um century limited one uh, this is music cover tunes from the 19 teens the an album that i i recorded uh, in 2019 uh god it seems like so long ago and it was just last year uh that uh it a lot of the songs are pretty much as far as subject matter goes, are especially the love songs are exactly like what is coming out right now. It's it's like you were so nice and then you lied to me and um oh yeah when I met you at the club or dance or box social or whatever event they they had for meeting people back in uh you know in the teens um. You you seem like a nice guy, and now you're all cold. What is your problem? Or you know, oh, I pledge my inter- eternal love to you, and you're just you're. I'm just gonna be gushing with love for the rest of my life for you. Just name something that I I name a task that I can fulfill to you and prove my love. Yeah, those songs are still coming out, but I just I very much don't like writing them, and so. As 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 a consequence, I don't write them. I I much prefer songs that take a sometimes take an inward turn, sometimes describe a predicament, uh, a a situation that or that tell a story about something that you wouldn't ordinarily hear in a song. And that's you know I've just finished recording six albums. Of songs that are kind of in that same bent, and and among them are is 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 album twenty one, which is a continuation of this every seventh album tradition. And so what what I mean by that is I 
decided as I was making albums and I I realized that I was going to start making more music, either putting more songs on an album or just making more albums per year. Uh, and then I made that, that that decision around 2014 when I recorded the f- two albums that year. And then, of course, the, the year after that was a huge album uh, that was uh, Kill the Music. And that had 49 tracks on it. I actually could not afford to record any more than that, than that one album. But by 2016, I realized that I was going to be recording three albums that year. So, and this, album seven was the first of them. And I am good at writing string arrangements. I'm good at writing brass arrangements. I, I can write orchestral arrangements. It's just that I my songs don't really need, not every song needs a, a string arrangement. And what you have to do is, you know, you have to make room for it. it whether you're writing an electronic arrangement that needs a string arrangement, or you have uh, a, a, something for live instruments. And I realized that I just can't put one song for strings on each album because you have to pay string players. You have to pay them well. You have to pay pay all your players well. But string, I feel obligated to string players more because they have they have all these expensive bows they have to buy. Um, you know, this this one guy who who played in a past production of mine was on the performance. He was he was backstage showing everyone his bow that cost sixty five thousand dollars. And it's like, oh my God, I could not, I could not possibly walk around with that, even if it's in a case. Uh, $65,000. I'm sure it's all insured and whatnot, but oh yeah. And, and um, th- that's, that didn't belong to any of the, these players who, who were on this session. But yeah, $65,000. And of course, violins go for the millions nobody can really afford a Stradivarius now you have to uh, of course those, they've been taken over by corporations and they are loaned out for corporate naming rights and things like that the Stradivari the Cremoni uh, all those all those golden age of Italian violin making violins instruments you know that are violins celli I guess violas to a lesser extent because the violas are not they are not, you know, what, uh, harm, what harmonically perfect. I think that's, that's what they call them. But, uh, yeah. And, and Shelly, I mean, Yo-Yo Ma has a Stradivarius cello and, you know, he puts it to quite good use. And I believe Itzhak Perlman has a Stradivarius violin and he also uses it quite nicely. But, uh, yeah. So I wanted to consolidate all my string arrangements in to one album so I could go off of one session and kind of and and not do it on the cheap I wanted to pay them for a four-hour session which is you know however many hundred dollars per player I just wanted to put it all on the same album the only problem is is that you I harvested all these tunes from the like three years and and maybe even beyond that maybe it's like four years so there is a little bit of thematic disunity in it but i'm really super proud of how this turned out uh, it, it's it i i'm 
album seven is kind of the first taste of that. Album 14 is, there's a bit less of that, of that disunity, that, that sort of assembling of string arrangements from over, let's see, I recorded album 20, uh, album 14 last year. And in, of course, a burst of creativity, I recorded album 21 this year. And uh, I find the unity within that, with, uh, with the songs and the arrangements, I think that, that is by far the best bunch of string arrangements. And it's not going to be out till this January. That's album 21. But we were talking about album seven. And I, you know, this came after Kill the Music in 2015, which I had high expectations for. And I could only afford to, you know, support it publicity-wise with uh, radio promotion. And I did not, I thought that somebody would would say, oh, double album, I'll get right on it. I'll listen to it, and I'll pick all the good songs. It's got to have lots of great songs. It's got 49 tracks, after all. Program directors don't see it like that. When they see something that has 9 or 10 tracks, they're like, okay, yeah, okay, I can listen to this. Yeah, I'll, I'll listen to this while I'm, you know, doing my taxes or whatever. You know, it's, it's uh, or, or, you know, while I'm drinking a cup of very hot tea. That's how, about how long this will last. But, but Killer Music kind of weighs in at about, I don't know, it's like 10 minutes short of two hours. So when you present people with having to devote that big of a chunk of time to something that they've, they don't want to listen to, what, what happens is that they won't listen to it. And that's what happened. They didn't preview it and they didn't play it and that's too bad you know i i i I can't i can't um fault them for that i didn't know that and now i do my albums are shorter they're 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 not they are every bit as ambitious but they're ambitious in smaller chunks you know i've i recorded five electronic blues albums instead of just like one gigantic triple album of electronic blues because nobody would listen to that nobody would preview it it could have like the best music on the planet to this day i believe that killer music is my best album it has rivals uh 2017's e minus that is that's a big rival but it suffered from the same disease it had 27 tracks on it's a single cd it's a uh, just single disc album, but it has 27 tracks on it, and it's you know over an hour. It's an hour. It's about 70 minutes or so, 78 minutes. Some no, no. It's it's yeah. I think it's 70 minutes, and uh, yeah, people did not want to preview it because it had 27 tracks on it, and so I found that the the in the aftermath of Killer Music, I found that very kind of disappointed so i wanted to write some somber tunes for for the the next album that i had the in mind and so i i just 
you know, I, I kind of wanted to let the dower hang out. And um, this, of course, this tune is also in that group. Uh, there's one that, you know, the, the, the first two are kind of are kind of nice, mellow rock songs with a little bit of uh, uh, the, 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 the strings only work as kind of accents. And then there's Awkward on Land, which is a long tune that I was trying to really uh, highlight some minimalism in. Because here's the thing, I don't like minimalism very much, so I'm I'm always looking to improve on it, and uh, I I don't know whether I have, um, I I just know that this this string arrangement was kind of this I I wanted to make it sound like evolution because it's about the end of the extinction of a, an entire species. And and then of course, because because they've fallen. By the way, they're an they're an evolutionary dead end, and so life continues on without them. And then and then of course this song by degrees, which is very much about you know it's an inward turn of thought. And this was written in 2015 and recorded in 2016. And maybe my thinking has been modified. And I don't want to get into politics too much here, but I probably will. Uh, You know, because sometimes when people have a spare moment, you do think you look back at the events of the day or the week or whatever and you kind of think god am, am i was on the bad end of a lot of things a lot of arguments a lot of you know thoughts and deeds uh am i really a good person am i still a good person am i am, am i the person that i wanted to be five or ten years ago would I respect that person would I recognize that person and I I sort of wrestle with that I but the my luck this is I am lucky because I am married to like to the best person whom who is on earth she is just she is the most she is the most wonderful person I've ever met and she's the best person I've ever met and of course when you are with a good person they just encourage you by their own existence to be better and I I I think I'm in a very good place back then I did not I didn't know I thought that I it was just this this not very slippery slope, the sort of gentle slope that you would kind of slowly roll down until you were completely indifferent to the fate of your fellow human. Yeah, that you would be completely okay with evil existing on Earth just as long as it didn't immediately affect you. And I, uh, 
but my main concern was how do you know how do you know once you've lost your soul to that darkness how do you know if if you've turned you you are on the dark side and the answer the song in the song is that you don't it just it's so gradual that you don't see it and you know this is getting into politics which i said that i was going to try not to do but here we are okay uh you know it's like undeniably Hitler was evil, but Hitler was sure of himself. He was, he wasn't, he didn't think, gosh, am I a bad person? No, he, he, all the time he was like, I am the best person in the world. And I do not want to compare American politicians to Hitler, but I am sure that there is a certain president of the United States who gets up every morning and says that to himself too because there is no there is no sophisticated thinking you have to just go off in one direction and you have to go off in that in in that direction with all your speed there's no time for introspection there because you know you're if your followers detect any hesitation on your part even though a lot of a lot of what that certain American president says is all hedging and hesitation that sort of, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe, you know, he, he does, he does that all the time and it drives me nuts because, because it's just, um, it's just another kind of way to set up uh, both both sidesism and whataboutism. I, you know, we have to have better names for these things. But the both sidesism and whataboutism. But that's you know they they are part of our our um, political dialogue right now. And until we have a better name, that's what I will refer to them as. But I, yeah, we just. If you're sitting around late at night, you know, a glass of brandy in hand, or you're wearing your smoking jacket, you're in front of a dying fire, embers still crackling every so often, and thinking, gee, am, am I a good person? Am I, am I doing good things? Is, what are, do, are my deeds benefiting at least someone? And, or are they benefiting as many people as they can if you're asking yourself that question it generally means that you haven't reached the point of no return yet and so i i but not always but if you have no introspection, well, you know, the unexamined life is not worth living. If you have no introspection, then you, you are probably too far gone already. And if the only people that you're helping out are your immediate family, then you may also want to take stock in inventory because uh, last time I checked, there were lots of strangers who 
were in dire need, especially in this very uncertain time. And I am not perfect in that respect, but I am trying. And of course, that's that's also the rally cry for <laughs> the, the person who has lost their soul. No, I'm trying, I'm trying, or I tried. Oh, Lord, I did try. Uh, but my, you know, my, I'm still right with my soul and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what to tell you other than that. This, this is my insight into that condition. And yeah, nobody writes songs like this. <laughs> I have not, I have not ever heard a song like this. That's why I wrote it because, you know, that this, this one very small niche has not been filled and now it has been. But it's, it's, it expresses a complete thought. That is, that is super important. It expresses a complete thought. If you're telling a story, have a beginning, middle, and end, or at least, you know, tell this very compelling story that can, that can uh, keep people's interests over instrumental breaks and things like that, because you can't have singing all the time. Can you, can you, can you? Well, I, I kind of do on a on a on a few tunes, and I I always wish there were instrumental breaks. But since I'm you know trying to uh, trying to push through as many lyrics as I can and finish the story, sometimes I don't have any instrumental breaks. But um, yeah, so this this song is kind of special, and in that it does it does kind of rise to a different level but it's i realize that it's not for everyone so here goes i will spin it for you uh it is uh it's uh uh features on accordion and this is a live accordion bonnie birch where well, i had a <laughs> just uh i had a rehearsal with her and I had to go to her house. And yeah, she lives by a cemetery. So very appropriate. An accordionist who lives by a cemetery. Uh, Eric Verlindi's on piano. Jacques Willis is on vibraphone. And the strings are Stephen Bryant, Tom Zikonski, Sue Jane Bryant, and Rachel Pearson. I know this is, I've played other tracks from album seven. And I called, I kept calling Rachel Pearson, Rachel Porter. My apologies, Rachel. You were a, a, a great player. Um, it was nice to have you in the session. I'm sorry I got your last name wrong twice. So, without any further mayhem, this is By Degrees. <laughs> prodded me naggingly bathing my mind in gloom as bleak thoughts often do can you feel when your soul starts slipping I guess that 
Based on all I've seen, though the hard proof is lean, that I'm compelled to conclude. It's like a creeping and insidious disease. You'll never notice, cause it happens by degrees. Well, you won't feel a tug or a jolt or a sting. Oh, when you lose your soul, no, you won't feel a thing. After it's happened Is there some sort of obvious sign Or a drastic decline Or do you start to act deranged Once again There are no symptoms Although deep, deep inside You've been profoundly changed It's like a creeping and insidious disease You'll never notice Cause it happens by degrees Well, you won't feel a tug Or a jolt or a sting Oh, when you lose your soul No, you won't to mention that it was recorded and mixed by Johnny Sangster and mastered by the great Ed Brooks at Resonant Mastering. Um, my sister once explained, she characterized this as a slow polka, but I actually think it's more like a fast dirge. I'm, I'm, I'm good in the, in the dirge department, but also I'm a big fan of that sort of what you would think of as Eastern Europe or Eastern or Central European cafe music. 
It was something that's that you know was kind of big in the interwar years uh, before you know too much Nazism or like before World War One. I. I, I it's kind of you know minor key dance music, um, except maybe slower or faster than what you what you are used to. And I do have I do have some songs coming up. One of them is actually on album twenty one called Brahms Away, and that is that is this smashing uh, orchestral thing with uh, you know a, a string orchestra just going at it, great guns. And that's you know uh, that's something to stay alive for. It's going to be out in probably January. I'm talking to a, to a new PR guy now, and and he's got big plans for for everything and uh, yeah as PR guys often do but yeah I ha- I like it, it's in my heritage you know my family is is uh, on my mom's side Ukrainian and so I've been to Ukraine a whole bunch of times and I've been to to Central Europe and Eastern Europe a lot and it's it, it has it's it has some very very sort of expressive folk music and also this this pop music too this sort of old-timey pop music where you know most of the most of the lyrics are sentimental trash and but but you know music wise they're kind of they're kind of fun and I really I, I, I dig a lot of that stuff and that has stayed with me and this is kind of a reflection of that and although you know you do it it doesn't have there's no percussion in this uh the the strings are decidedly cold sounding you know you when when i listen to this i see snow on the ground i see snow on the ground and i see the you know the, the it's nighttime there's a there's a full moon clear sky and you know you see the it's late at night and you see the one window in the high up in the in the building in the city um and you know of an old building that was you know constructed in in the 18th century or something you see the one light up there and that is the light of the person who is wondering whether he is good or whether he is he has been uh consigned to evil for the rest of his days and i don't know if you're if you're evil uh there is a chance that you'll be good i mean isn't that the promise that religion makes um although too often you see people who are evil who cloak it in a bunch of god talk who are still evil people um there's that one uh, netflix thing that i just saw about the guy who was who killed somebody basically in cold blood and was he was sentenced to death and then he was resentenced to life in prison and i think it's called release or life and or something like that um it is on it is on netflix now and this he you know repented his crime he is a, a good christian he does a lot of fellowship and everything like that but what they showed in the last episode was something that made you really really doubt whether this guy was could ever be any good i'm not going to ruin it for you 
but you'll have to see it. It's only three episodes long, and it it does make you sort of question whether this guy is 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 a righteous person or ever will be a righteous person. And and so, yeah, if you're evil and you're in religion, you know, maybe you're Jerry Falwell Jr. Uh, you know, I, I, I think of that guy as sort of like the, the, the ultimate in religious hypocrites because, you know, all religion for him is a money-making business because, you know... Um, actually being a being a christian and having to follow christian values is is i'm sure for suckers and so he's not gonna do it i mean he's too rich for that sort of thing what is he gonna like put on a hair shirt and and do penance for you know being a, a you know a snotty rich guy like every other you know snotty rich guy where he lives or is he just gonna, you know, be comfortable with his millions of dollars that he's gotten from religious people? That's the thing. You, can, I, I don't know. I think that once you're once you're lost, that is your destiny. I would like to think that I'm not lost because I have a I have, as I say, a very good um, uh, source of guidance. And it's not, it's not my wife saying, ooh, I think that's evil. I think that's a sign that your, your soul is, you know, your soul is turning to the darkness. No, no, I, I wouldn't do that. And she doesn't just speak, speak like that because she's, she's Jewish and, and there is a different, there is a different sort of moral, they, I've, I've learned that there is, is kind of, there are other moral thoughts going on in the Jewish religion other than um yeah you know uh you you sinned you're going to hell that's that that's pretty much that that's catholicism <laughs> i i grew up catholic i grew up very catholic and it's like yeah you sinned you go to hell so confess it all and and you know maybe god might welcome you into the kingdom of heaven but for Jews, it's sort of like, okay, well, God says this, but how much of this will he allow until it becomes, becomes, uh, you know, anathema, until it is un, not favored in the eyes of God? So you have to, they're, they're looking at very, they're parsing words and looking at very uh, clever ways to get around that God's own laws. And, and so, and, and it's not, and of course, they're seeing it as God's giving me this ability to th- to to um, think about his his laws and his edicts. I'm just I'm just using his words to prove what I'm saying, and it's it's very very interesting. And and uh, um, gosh, when you have like Passover with my my uh, in laws. Um, you learn about you learn about what everybody did in every Passover before, and everybody's got a funny story about who said what and and everything like that. And then also there are there are variations to the seder, and and about you know the what the two hundred and fifty plagues, and instead of the ten plagues or or you know it, it's it's you really do have to be there. But um, it's something that I do enjoy. And and plus during Passover you get to drink a lot. So even if you're not totally into it, um, it's it goes by. <laughs> it eventually goes by. Uh, but but anyhow, um, if you feel that you have have 
been absorbed by the dark side. Uh, maybe you have, and maybe it's your, uh, you should find your way back. You have to, tr- you have, I think what you have to do is figure out when you stepped off the path and try to get back and then be a little bit more vigilant um, if you if you can get back because once you once you become indifferent to evil uh, if you see things that are just you know that that you recognize as wrong and you just kind of shrug and go hmm okay that's that's not good but also I, I I do have to temper that with you know, I, I live in the middle of a city. I see people doing like things wrong all the time, but it's not like saying, hey, you're doing, you know, you're smoking weed out on the street. That's wrong. I'm not going to do that. That is, that's okay. I hate the smell of weed. I voted against legalized marijuana because I knew that I would just be smelling weed all the time. And in the summertime, it is, it has been mostly true. And, oh, just really hate the smell. But, also, I'm for, I'm for the expansion of personal liberty too, and 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 who isn't other than you know fascists or or people who are quick to divide us because it's uh, the people who are quick to divide us are the ones who are like yeah all that freedom belongs to me but you get none of it, and uh, and and so yeah though I I will not pass judgment on those people I will not say that they're evil I'm not I will not say that they've you know been absorbed by the dark side. I, uh, you know, it's, it's nice to have the straw, straw man argument by saying anyone who thinks this and supports this person is evil and is irredeemable. But I, I can't say that. I can't say that that's everyone. So I can say that's a lot of people, but I can't say that's everyone. And so I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm going to withhold judgment and I hope that this country heals itself uh, after a certain person is driven from office. That's all I will say because, um, you know, who knows? Maybe I think I'm, I'm talking about Jay Inslee, um, Washington's governor. Uh, maybe I'm talking about, uh, I don't know, Gavin Newsom. Huh? Maybe, uh, I could be talking about Gavin Newsom or wh- whoever the hell Idaho's governor is, some you know, cowboy McCowboy Schmidt or, or whatnot. Uh, cowboy <laughs> McCowboy face. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm just going to leave it there. And so uh, my thanks again to Old Man Freak Boy for requesting this song. I am, I'm so glad to do it. And if you want me to, to feature a Longboat song that I haven't already f- done yet, uh, please uh, write to me at longboatpodcast at gmail.com. And also you can, to pick out the song for me to do, uh, you can you can uh, stream everything. I just put uh, basically blue part one, volume one up there since that was just uh, recently released. So there's a new Longboat album up on longboat.bandcamp.com. So uh, thank you very much for joining me and listening to my uh, moralistic ramblings. Um, I, uh, I'm glad to do this. Tomorrow is, well, actually, 
today is my birthday. I'm posting this on September 14th. It's my birthday today. Of course, I'm recording it on a Sunday. I uh, just got done watching the Seahawks win against the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> uh, that was nice. Fake crowd noise and everything like that. Yeah, it's it's going to be a weird football season. Anyhow, I and yes, I am a football fan. I can't help myself. I no other no other sport. And it's like I used to be a huge basketball fan. Then you know Sonics, and I am not a soccer fan. I am not a hockey fan. I'm not a baseball fan. And so, but yeah, football. Yeah, yeah, I am. And so I'm. I'm just gonna go back and out and watch the uh, Buccaneers versus the Saints and it's it looks like a good game still can't get used to the empty stadiums but it is better than the like creepy face pictures like the WWE has in their uh, Thunderdome yeah it's it's the the sort of like poorly lit people who are like not reacting to anything and uh, you know their their faces are all various sizes, and some people are like you know eating or picking their noses or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's. I like the old way where they would just have like the roadies <laughs> banging on this plexiglass shield. But anyhow, um, <laughs> thanks thank you again for joining me, and uh, happy birthday to me. I'm just I'm gonna have a, a nice meal with my my sister and nephews and lovely wife tonight, and then uh, tomorrow um, I'm gonna go out with my lovely wife again and into the lovely smoke, and hopefully by the end of the week it will have dissipated. But right now it's it's pretty darn smoky out there, and you know so I, I <clears throat> my voice is a little silkier than usual, and that's because I've been out breathing the smoke. But hey, I was a smoker for a number of years, so uh, I guess my lungs are used to it. Anyhow, as I say, and as I have always said, if you don't like this tune, I have others. I will be back very soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>